Thank you, Natalie. You know, I was rereading the Easter story and a thought occurred to me, an idea that occurred to me, and I really hope it was from the Lord because I've based my whole message on this thought. <laughs> we'll see what you all think. So I, I was wondering as I was reading that when Mary went back and, and looked, what if Mary found what she was looking for? What if the, the body of Christ Jesus was in the grave? I mean, what if there was no resurrection? What would that mean? What if Jesus would have never come to the earth? What would our world look like? What would our lives, how would they be different? I immediately thought of not my favorite Easter movie, but my favorite Christmas movie. I know it's Easter, just bear with me here on this, because Christmas has all the best movies, right? Any guesses to what my, my favorite Christmas movie is? Star Wars. Star Wars is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> my favorite Christmas movie. Anyone? Home Alone, close. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life, yes, yes, It's a Wonderful Life. James Stewart playing George Bailey. If you haven't seen it, it's like one of the top 25 movies of all time. And what that, story, what that movie is about is it's a fictional story, but it's George Bailey is at the end of his rope. He's about to jump off a, tri a, a, a bridge, actually. And, and his family is praying for him, and heaven sends an angel. Anyone remember the name of the angel? Clarence. Clarence, Clarence the angel. And he gives George a gift. He allows George to see what, his, the, what the world would be like without him. And it devastates George. He, he sees his younger brother dies early. He drowns because George wasn't there to save him. His business partner and uncle, he um, is institutionalized because the business goes under. His wife, she never marries, becomes uh, lonely and sad. And then this beautiful town um, becomes this seedy place called Pottersville. And George, by the end, is, is pleading that he, no, 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 he wants to live. He wants to fight. Can you take that for a moment? Would you use your imagination for just a moment? What would the world look like if Jesus never came? Can we start with Mary Magdalene that we were reading about? We know a little bit about Mary Magdalene that, that she was really struggling before she met Christ. In fact, we're told in Luke 8 after Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God, the twelve were with him, the apostles, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. And then they're going to list the women. They start with Mary. It says, Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. We don't know what entry point evil had into her life. We don't know how that demonic activity in her life was affecting her, her marriage or her, her relationships or, or any of that. 
But here's what we know. We know that this woman that was struggling with evil in her life, she came across this Jesus and the goodness of God and the power of God flowed through Christ Jesus and transformed her life and gave her peace. If there was no Jesus, then we probably would have never heard of Mary or understood her her demons, and she would have never received peace. Now, there's one more interesting thing about Mary that I, I think is intriguing. Did you notice in that Luke 8 passage that Jesus didn't he just heal and transform Mary and then say, go and live your life. No, he did something else. He invites her to minister with him, to be part of the team. Now, now be mindful of this. This is first century. And unfortunately, first century was like much of history where women were not on the even playing field. They did not receive the honor and respect and equality. And this Jesus comes along and she experiences a dignity and an honor that she had never experienced. We're we're assuming never from any other man. And Jesus was a very different rabbi, right? Rabbi, he, he, he not only taught with authority, he healed whoever he saw, but he not only brought young Jewish men to minister with him. But he allowed women to journey with him. And Mary Magdalene was one of those. It would have been scandalous for his time. Something else about this text is, did you notice that that Mary says, she refers to him as Rabboni, as teacher. We know from another Mary, Mary of Bethany, that Mary of Bethany one time was sitting in the place of a disciple where only men were allowed. And it was Mary of Bethany's sister who said, hey, Jesus, she needs to help me in the kitchen. And even though if I were Jesus, I would have been like, hey, squabble, you guys figure that out. No, he steps right in and he says, no, She gets to stay right there in a place of a disciple. So when when Mary Magdalene says, Rabboni, she wasn't just saying a title or name of, of Jesus, but she was saying, my teacher, the one that I have experienced. Can you, no wonder she was weeping so much. She had experienced so much esteem and blessing. She was seen as someone created in the image of God. And she was lamenting because the person that was so countercultural, the person that was revealing the love of God and the truth of God and the kindness of God. Well, he was gone. And then incredibly, by the way, Mary becomes the first witness and evangelist. Why did Jesus choose to a woman who really had had no voice and and 
uh, validity in that time, yet he didn't choose any other disciple but Mary to say, go tell. Mary was lamenting and crying, I believe, because the most incredible person of her life who had transformed her life from the demonic to the esteem to having a, a connection and meaning with God's purposes was lost. Would you use your imagination for just a moment and would you think a little bit broader, a little bit wider of what would our world look like if Jesus never came? There's some obvious things. You know, today there's estimated to be 2.4 billion Christians in the world. Christianity is the largest faith. A, a third of the world's population today would claim to be Christian. And, and today, in the West, it can feel like Christianity is receding because many of our friends are, but that is not true around the world. Did you know that the church is still growing? The church is vibrant and on the move. Jesus, if Jesus never happened, this revolutionary movement of the love of God would have never happened. Would you think for a moment about the effects of Christianity on the world? Now, it's very popular in our culture today to, to look back in history and look at all the negative things. But I enjoy being countercultural, actually. So would you join me in being countercultural for, for just a moment? Would you, would you think uh, about this? That, that, look at it this way. The, the true faith, i.e. the people who have been transformed by the love of God, Mary being one of the first in terms of resurrection, they share that love with the world and that goes to the next person and to the next person and to the next person. The Apostle Paul talks about Jesus like this, he says, we lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. He's talking about people before they came to Christ. Really, you could understand him saying, this is the state of the world. It was a place of malice and pain. But when the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. In other words, what he's saying, here's the biblical perspective of the world, that the world, because God created it good, but made us in his image, which includes giving us free will, the ability to make choices, and to face the consequences of those choices. He gave us those abilities that affected us and the world because of humankind's choices and rebellion became that harsh place. But according to scripture, God was unwilling to leave us there. Hallelujah indeed. And so he sent, again, the words of Jesus, the kindness and the love of God, the words of Paul, the kindness and the love of God, our Savior appeared. What he's saying is that Jesus is the kindness of God 
on the earth. Jesus is the mercy of God on the earth. Jesus is the love of God on the earth. He came and blesses and changed and people after people, person after person, experience this revelation of the love of God, the kindness of God, and the forgiveness of God. And then they go and take this, just like Mary, and shared the kindness of God that she experienced. Let me give you one example. Did you know, most people don't know that if it weren't for Christianity, I am not sure that we would even have hospitals. You see, for the first couple of hundred years of the church, there were no hospitals. And oftentimes when people would get sick, like plagues or, or, or whatever that is, smallpox, that the people would flee because they couldn't deal with it. They didn't want to get sick. Even family members, they would leave. They would either cause their family members to leave or they would leave. Except there was one group of people that didn't flee. Do you know what that group of people was? It was the Christians. They would not only stay with their loved ones because of the kindness of God, but they would also go to strangers. And many of them would die because they stayed. Most historians would say one of the most powerful witnesses and the biggest reasons that Christianity grew and spread like wildfire is because of the compassion and the kindness of the people who had said, we've experienced the goodness of God, the love of God. Our eternity is secure. And so we're going to walk into places of death to share the life that we received from Christ Jesus. And not too soon, in the, in the, in the fourth century, in the 4th century, there was a, a bishop by the name of Gregory of Nyssa. And he gave this famous sermon about people who were struggling with leprosy, which was a, which was a huge thing. And, and he was saying, listen, the church needs to live differently than the rest of the world with those who are struggling. He said, lepers have been made in the image of God in the same way you and I have and perhaps preserve that image better than we do. Let us take care of Christ while there is still time. He was saying they are, according to Jesus, they are the Christ that we need to care and love and show kindness for. Let us minister to Christ's needs. Let us give Christ nourishment. Let us clothe Christ. Let us gather Christ in. Let us show Christ honor. He was saying, Christians, you need to live differently as you have experienced the kindness and the love of God. So you should share that with others. And then in the Council of Nisa, they decreed that now a cathedral, every time a cathedral was built, they would build a hospice. And that was the beginning of hospitals. 
That's why so many hospitals have names like our very own St. Francis or Good Samaritan. It was seeing people transformed by the love of God and then sharing that and living out those consequences. I could preach for a really long time if I talked about all the ways the church hit. But just let me list you, think about this. In the realm of philosophy and education, in the realm of science and technology, in, in fine arts and theater, in phil philanthropy and architecture, politics and business, literature and music, ethics and law, all of those fields have been profoundly impacted by Christians who've experienced the loving kindness of God and then sought to bring that loving kindness to their relationships, to their field of work. Can you imagine if Jesus never happened? And from hospitals to universities, the influence of the kindness of God revealed in Christ was removed. I have no idea what our world would look like. But I know it would be a lot less kinder of a place. A, lot, a place that was still struggling with malice and rebellion and hatred even far more than it is today. Would you use your imagination one more time with me? And, and, and I can't really help you with this one. Would you imagine what your life would be like if there were no Jesus and no resurrection? I mean, I can help you this way. You wouldn't be sitting here this morning. That, that's, that, that's one way. But would you think about that for yourself just a moment. And I think how you answer that is very telling. And I'll just share a few of my personal reflections. My first thought was this, that if there was no Jesus, I would have no divine relationship with the Lord. In fact, I go on prayer walks, I would have no one to talk to when I, when I walk. Maybe my dogs, but that wouldn't be the same, right? That, that really, for me, that's the, the essence of the Christian faith is Jesus came not simply to heal and then say, go on your way to this new life. No, he didn't do that with Mary. He doesn't want to do that with you and me. He came to forgive and to heal and then share life with you teach you what it's like to live, some have called it resurrection life, to teach you how to live not in the same malice and struggle and sin that you came from, but to live a life, a new life of forgiveness and grace and mercy and kindness and then share that mercy and grace with others. Those of you in my discipleship group know that this, there's been this scripture that has been near and dear to me. All right, I have it memorized, but I'm terrible at memorizing. Should I go for it? Let's go. Let's go for it. Oh, I'm going to mess it up. I said it. I know I'm going. Let's try it. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. This is Jesus speaking. Oh, I could just read it. 
Okay. All right, when I say it, I want you to hear it this way, not to see if I get it or not. Can you imagine if there's no Jesus, these words, this most beautiful of invitations would have never been uttered. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, and I will give you, oh, darn it, rest for your souls. Oh, uh, of course, I am gentle and humble in heart, and I will give you rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Can you imagine if Jesus never uttered those words? Can you imagine if he, if the love of God and the kindness of God was never expressed to this broken world, we would still be there in our sins? I was not original in wondering if there was no resurrection. In fact, the Apostle Paul wrestled with that very same question and he said this, this is 1 Corinthians 15, for if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are all, uh, we are of all people most to be pitied. But praise God, friends, he has raised from the dead. We do, we are a world that has Jesus. We are a people that know the kindness of God. It has been poured out. We don't have to imagine if he had not come, but here's what we need to do is we need to accept the kindness of God poured out. We need to accept that invitation to journey with him. Jesus has done all of this. And then he says, but you have to come. You have to receive. You have to walk with me. I want to extend an invitation. Yeah, if we could leave that come to me. I want to extend this invitation this morning. We're a church about doing our best, everything that we can do to help people receive that invitation, to journey with him. If your answer to how would my life be different because of Jesus, maybe in a grand sense you'd never thought about that before, but not very different. Boy, he wants to give us an abundant life. He wants to give us a different kind of life that is countercultural to everything we've known. I want to extend an invitation that you would journey with us. 
we'll make it work for Revelation. All right, somehow, I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll make it work. But we'll learn to say yes to come to Jesus. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, thank you that you are the kindness and the love of God revealed to this world. Thank you for your offer of communion, of intimacy, of a life of love and kindness. Amen.